Good morning, this is Christine DiGiacomo and today's morning briefing is called Thanksgiving Day. Really? Already? Our weather in Southern California has been unseasonably, uncharacteristically warm. So it seems next to impossible that Thanksgiving Day could almost be here. Nonetheless, the calendar does not lie. I am thankful that it is a day that prompts us to stop and think of being grateful for our God, family, friends, faith, and generally blessed lives. Oh, sure, we talk about being grateful throughout the year, but to have a day set aside for it, it's brilliant. You know, a long time ago, Americans really were a thankful people. Pilgrims first came together on American soil in 1621 to thank God for helping them bring in a life-sustaining harvest. I quote, our harvest being gotten in, our governor sent four men on fowling, that so we might, after a special manner, rejoice together. That's what the governor of Plymouth Colony, Edward Winslow, had to say. Those early Americans did what God-fearing people do. They recognized that all good gifts come down from the Father above. Because of that, they stopped to thank God. Already by 1623, giving thanks had become an annual religious observance. And then in 1863, Abraham Lincoln declared an annual national Thanksgiving observance. So for 149 years, our nation has stopped to give thanks. Let's bring that down to a personal level. I have noticed that when I rightly view my humble station before God, I can only have a thankful heart. Remember the old Andre Crouch song, My Tribute? It expresses my thoughts so well this morning. How can I say thanks for the things you have done for me? Things so undeserved, yet you gave to prove your love for me. The voices of a million angels could not express my gratitude. All that I am and ever hope to be, I owe all to thee. To God be the glory, to God be the glory for the things he has done. With his blood he has saved me, with his power he has raised me. To God be the glory for the things he has done. Just let me live my life and let it be pleasing, Lord, to thee. And if I gain any praise, let it go to Calvary. With his blood, he has saved me. With his power, he has raised me. To God be the glory for the things he has done. Man, I love that beautiful song. Again, it's My Tribute by Andre Crouch. It would seem that being mindful of God's great love and his many gifts, apart from spiritual things, things like eyesight, hearing, a voice, health, a home, family, clothing, food to eat, a car to drive, etc. I would be walking around constantly filled with gratitude, right? I wish I could say that I am. Unfortunately, I get sidetracked. I get distracted by life. Life reminds me I'm not as young as I used to be, that there's always more work to be done, that marriage is not always easy. Being a mother can tax every fiber of my being. And being a pastor and coming alongside people in their muck and loving them, well, it can rip my heart out. 
And so, being grateful to God can slip my mind. One thing I've noticed, a sense of entitlement is mutually exclusive to a life of thanksgiving. My teenagers often slip into a sense of entitlement and it's destructive. When people feel entitled to have this or do that or go there, gratitude slips away. Or is it because gratitude has slipped away that a sense of entitlement takes its place? Hmm, which comes first? Perhaps it's something to think about. When I choose to be thankful, when I have a spirit of gratefulness, when I am fully aware of how much I have for which to be grateful, I'm a different person. Humble, aware, filled with joy and awe that God should think of me that I should know is grace. Oh, might we choose to camp in thankfulness, not just for this one day, but daily. Because God is good all the time, let's be intentional about giving thanks. If you'd like to read this or print it, you can go to pastorwoman.com, click on Powerful Bible Teaching, Morning Briefings, and the title is Thanksgiving Day. Really? Already?